Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. What's going on out there? What's going on out there? Welcome, welcome. You are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is EG, the Urban Scholar, and you know I give it to you as raw as I can. And today, <laughs> today, you know, you know who's back in the news as usual. The man himself, one of the most, well, not not if anymore, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to take his position. <laughs> we all know how that goes. But pretty much one of the most powerful people in Hollywood, Harvey Weinstein. Well, that's right. Let's just get into it. In a statement, Harvey Weinstein's lawyer, Benjamin Braffman, said, Several respected journalists and trustworthy individuals have seen the entire video. Video, when viewed in its entirety, in context and not in select excerpts, demonstrates that there is nothing forceful but casual, if not awkward, flirting from both parties. Anything short of that is intended to make Mr. Weinstein appear inappropriate and even exploitative. It was produced by Ms. Thompson to bolster her position in a civil lawsuit seeking money. This is a further attempt to publicly disgrace Mr. Weinstein for financial gain, and we will not stand for it. Facts do matter. <laughs> well, there you have it. Just to just get into it a little bit. Uh, well, that's right. Some type of footage. Um, if you haven't seen the footage, you know, of course, it's all edited and chopped up because we know that more happened but of course they cannot show which i assume certain parts of that video which i don't from what i've seen i don't really see anything wrong with it i mean oh, it was unprofessional the way that they were maybe having that type of conversation but other than that i didn't really see any type of behavior that was assuming that what she said was factual but hey well, it goes on to say Sky News has obtained a video that shows Harvey Weinstein behaving inappropriately well, with a young woman at a business meeting. The footage, which has never been broadcasted before, shows him hugging, touching, and making sexual advances, also comments, to 28-year-old Melissa Thompson. Ms. Thompson was at the Weinstein Company's office in New York in September 2011. 
to pitch her tech startup company's new video and analyzing services. As part of the demo, she recorded the meeting. A few hours after, at a hotel nearby, Miss Thompson alleges that Weinstein raped her. Well, that can never be good. Weinstein denies all non-consexual contact. In the interview, Miss Thompson told Sky News that initially she arrived at the Weinstein Company's office expecting a meeting with the marketing team. Instead, the video shows Weinstein arriving alone, saying don't interrupt to nearby staff, shutting the door and locking it. Miss Thompson offers a handshake. Weinstein pushes her hand out of the way and hugs her, running his hand up and down her back and murmuring, that's nice, let's keep it up. Weinstein sits down and asks, so I am allowed to flirt with you? Miss Thompson replies, um, well, see a little bit. At times, Weinstein appears impressed and interested in the product and they discuss its capabilities and applications in some more detail. He says, well, okay, I'm going to use your service on Marilyn Monroe, and then you know you can sign me up to tell your boss. As Ms. Thompson showed the video to Sky News, she said, now I see he's trying in any way he can to move me into the zone of comfort, then uncomfortable. He is trying to move me into the zone of then uncomfortable and confused and, and vulnerable and resisting that he's powerful and I'm not. And that I need this deal from him and he has the power to give it to me. So basically, as she goes on to say that Harvey Weinstein, as we all know, is a very, very powerful man in Hollywood. And if you would like to pretty much get anything done, anything that's majorly big in your career, you're pretty much gonna have to go through Weinstein Company some way, sometime in your career. So with that being said, what really happens to these women that allege these rapes do happen? I mean, let's just think for a second. You're one of the most powerful people in Hollywood, period. You know, to get anything really passed and for anything to happen, it has to pretty much go through you. We all understand that. But that doesn't give you a right to use your power to take advantage of these young women. I, I mean, I don't agree with it. I understand it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I understand a man in that type of position and of that type of power can be used for negativity and understand why. I'm just gonna be honest with you, Renegade Nation. Is it right? No. Is it shocking? No. The thing is, when does it stop? And can it be stopped? Once you really break it down and think about it, it will probably never be stopped. It will be going on forever because what the foundation that Hollywood has been built off of. See, that's what you must understand. The foundation that Hollywood has been built off of already isn't a good thing anyway. So this has been going on since the beginning of Hollywood, if you ask me. It's just being brought out to the forefront because there's more video now. And there are these conversations that come out and everybody's getting caught. And all these secretive conversations and secret things that are supposed to be secret and sign these NDAs 
which are never even supposed to be talked about in public for some odd reason just so happened to make it to news. So when you sign these NDAs, you really have to stick by your word. But in this situation, an NDA wasn't signed. It was a rape, which we all know here at Renegade Nation, that is not right. But when you have 100 women saying that you raped them, it starts to raise the eyebrow. It starts to really raise the question, did this shit really happen? Hmm. Did this shit really happen? Do we know? Like I said, you had to be there. It makes situations look a little wild. But my name is EG, the Urban Scholar. You are listening to Renegade Talk Radio. I got more. 14 kill my desk. Look like an Olympic. Hit my first lick, I went to Gucci, then I spent it. Murder, beat it, case they giving niggas like us. First body we caught was off us, hey, school buses. All the jury I got on a day is white like Ku Klux. Blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade talk. Smash on the looking good. Hold a lot of cash on the dash on the before I leave. Put 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 place on the. I'm wildin' in this bitch. They like uh oh. Counting on some shit. They like uh oh. You mad 'cause I'm rich, nigga. Uh oh. Fully loaded clip. Better duck low. I'm wildin' in this bitch. They like uh oh. Counting on some shit. They like uh oh. You mad 'cause I'm rich, nigga. What's going on? What's going on out there? How is it going? Welcome, welcome to Renegade Talk Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is EG, the Urban Scholar, and you are listening to one of the best shows that they probably ever made on radio. But that's just my opinion, so if you think different, hell, your opinion is your opinion. (laughs) Now I'm just fucking with you. Uh, How's it going out there? Where are we going next, Linda? Where are we going next? Hmm. Well, Linda, I know where we're probably going to go with this. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We're going to just go somewhere way out there for all you small business owners or independent owners that actually own your own business. Um, We're just going to go into maybe a few ways to motivate your employees. And, you know, just we want you to have happy employees. You know, that's our thing here at Renegade Talk Nation. We know that you work your nine to fives already, right? And a lot of America have jobs that they do not actually want, you know? Not to say that they don't want them. A lot of people do actually like their jobs, but they wish that they could have a job which which would mean more actually time. Maybe they could spend with their family or in some situations actually make more money for what they're actually doing. You know, because there are some underpaid people out there in America. I feel very for you, but You know, I just want to maybe throw out a couple tips and quick help hints that might maybe help you. You know, we usually keep it on second segments a little different here. I was supposed to go over some political readings, but I said, Linda, hey, you know, I kind of want to go somewhere else today. It is in the middle of the week or the week is almost over, whatever you want to call it. We still have a lot to communicate with our people and we must kind of you know, 
let the people know what they can actually do to have better employees that will maybe grow, help your company grow and grow with you. You know, because as we put it here, and I, as I always put it, quality made us global. And when you have quality, nothing, I mean, nothing could go against that. So let's just get into it. I'm just gonna throw a quick five things out there. Provide initiative. You know, when you provide your employees with chances to show initiative, they play key roles in your business, which means you must motivate certain type of employees. So I would say you must take your best employees that you pretty much find do the most consistent work and motivate them to be the best employees that they can be. They can learn more about what you can do to motivate and retain to your employees by getting a copy of certain tools to manage costly employee turnover rate. Do you kind of get that? See what you can actually motivate certain employees to actually want to be there and stay there and work it out with you through those hard times that you might see a deploy and whatever type of business that you actually run. You're going to have those employees that don't mind, quote unquote, busting their ass for your company. They really will treat their company like it's yours because you and I both know those people that treat the company like it's theirs. Those are the real employees that you actually want to work for you. And those other employees are going to stay there and help you get through these times where shit hits the fan. We're just going to say it. We're just going to call it what it is. When it hits the fan, who and what employees are going to be there? Well, number four, offer opportunities for advancement. That's right. Me as an employee, I always said it. And as an owner, I always said it too. You always want to have a chance and you wanna make your employees feel like that they actually have a chance or a room or time to even build up to something. Not better than you, because at the time, you pretty much wanna be and let that be known that you're always the boss, and the boss is always in charge. But with that being said, you always wanna have a chance for your employees to feel like that they can proceed and progress in your company. And your employees are more motivated when they know they're working towards something. You know what I mean? Especially if they think or, they're, or they know that they have room for advancement. But when they don't, they don't have much to work for and nobody wants to work for a dead-end job. Do you kind of understand where I'm going here? When you get a job, you always want to kind of understand and know that you can aim higher or expect something. There are those jobs where Okay, somebody put it to me like this, which makes you think where you are in your life. You know, we all understand what a job is. A job is something that is specifically placed there for the moment or for the time. Can we agree on that? But a career is something that is placed there for the rest of your life. Is that how we're kind of going to go with that? You know, a career, you go to college, a job, you can kind of just get, which is, oh, I mean, I'm not saying that with all, perspectives now because there are some jobs that are way better than the people that I've seen go to college and that they have vice versa it works both ways so with that being said will what do we really depend on do we depend on a job or we depend on a career you know you can understand where I'm going with this and what type of career do you really want and what type of job do you really want and do you really have to think 
nowadays, do you really have to think about the type of job that you can get is really based on your skin color? I hate to say it, I'm not being racist at all here, but I'm really just being honest here. Do you really think about that renegade nation? When you're born today, the type of job is based on your name. That is the first thing that these companies are gonna look at. That name right there takes you for the rest of your life. So if you're fucked on your name, then you're fucked in life. Let's just say what it is. If you have a fucked up name, it becomes very hard for you. So now automatically coming out the starting line or out the gate, <laughs> you already stand a challenge in life. And we all know some people love challenges, but some people hate them. But why even have that challenge put over your head? Especially when you really don't have a choice to be here. Why make it hard for your child? But I guess why make it easy, huh? So is that really what it comes down to? See, you don't really think about this shit, do you? Why you're talking about go get a job and employees. How am I supposed to go get a job with my name? It's Thaddeus Jenkins. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with Thaddeus Jenkins, but I'm just saying, when you hear that name, Thaddeus Jenkins, come on now. <laughs> Am I the only one that's raising some type of eyebrow here? That are you going to, I'm just put it to you like this, Renegade Nation, I'm going to have you think for one second. Are you going to hire Thaddeus Jenkins or are you going to hire Scott Smith? Anyway, number three, empower them. Yes, empowerment. Empowerment, yes, we love it, we love it. Empowerment is something that everybody loves. That is the secret to success, if you ask me. As long as you keep them empowered, they keep you with power. Ooh, isn't that deep, right? That's just my shit. Don't try to take my shit out there, Renegade Nation. That's my shit. If you empower them, they will keep you in power. Do you understand that? It works both ways. You always have to give your employees more of a say in how they do their job. Ask for their input and get their suggestions, their suggestions on how they can improve their performance. Most employees have ideas about how they can be more effective in your company but they may not want to share them with you unless you specifically ask them. Use regular employee reviews to discuss these improvements, but don't just ask if you really want to empower and motivate your employees. You need to take their advice and implement it in your company, which will take you very vast and a more productive line of business and work ethic, which I myself can agree on very, very strongly, <laughs> very strongly. We agree here over here at Renegade Nation. You must empower people. See, that's the problem. To be honest, that's why you see these people holding signs and these people that have fallen on hard times. The average person is not about me even giving you the money. The person, I mean, it's people that walk out here with thousands and thousands of dollars on them at all times. I understand that. 
you can even give this person a dollar to a hundred dollars, twenty dollars, fifty dollars. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't break down to me not giving it to you. It breaks down to me giving you that power to you becoming something more bigger than what I am. Do you understand that? That's why companies that are worth billions of dollars don't want to pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Even though some companies do actually have capital and enough money to actually pay you ridiculous amounts of money, you know, like it's going out of style. Honestly, they really do. But it's not about them paying you. It's about them giving you empower, empowering you and, and giving you a taste of that power. So now you want to try to, as we say here, we, you try to trump them. So now you try to capitalize and take their business over. So that's why they don't really want to give you a dollar when they walk past. Because now you have a chance to become more powerful than me. So I don't want to give you that empowerment, which is what's wrong with half of America today. Hire that young person. Hire that old person. Give everyone a chance. Why not? It's time. That's the way I see it. Like I said, even though it's 2018, I say it's 2020. Because think about it. All this shit we didn't been through as Americans. You know, let's just say, you know, we trying to get quote numbers because we keep it factual, but it's 2018. Let's just do the past thousand years. It's been a long time that we have been here, whether living or dead. And for everything that we have been through, it is time to really see a different America, as I say, a new America. Isn't it time? Hell, I think we should rewrite the Constitution. I think we should re re actually do and change so many laws that were implemented at a time when society was very wrong. I mean, let's just say what it is, Renegade Talk Nation. It was wrong. Things were ran very fucked up out there. It was racial issues that haven't yet even begin to even at that time be even dealt with then. So that took it beyond any of, of any a type of accord that would make it even make sense. You understand where I'm, where I'm going with this Renegade Nation? So I would like to see a new America and this has, actually has to start with what I'm talking about. Employment, these jobs. Yes, there are 200, 300 freed up jobs. But do I want to go to these jobs where they're gonna treat me like shit? You ever think about that? Hell, that right there can keep the employment rate down just within itself. If your boss is gonna treat you bad, then why should I, should I even be there? And then that's just gonna motivate more people to not actually go to work even though that the work is being available. Do you see where this is going? You see how that one bad apple in the batch situation kind of stirs and trickles down? If you're following me, I really want you to follow me here. I might get off subject just a little bit, excuse me, but it's some issues that I really want to tackle and really want to talk about. And you know here on Renegade, we must get into it, whether it be taking your time up, but you want to hear the truth, right? And you want to hear it in a way that you can understand, right? So that's why you tune in and you listen to me, right? I just want to make sure we're on the same page here. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, let's get into the top two. Be an example. That's right. You can expect your employees to work hard or behave the way 
you want them to. Don't lead by example. If you show your excitement about the company's goals, your employees will get on board and work to achieve these goals. Good moods are always infectious, especially in the workplace. I think I see, you know, that right there. I mean, in it, I said, don't lead by example. You know, um, I don't know if that's a typo. Like I said, you know, <laughs> I catch myself sometimes, but um, I would say lead by example, if you ask me, because I'm watching just like the rest of everybody else. And you can't be scared to put those boots on and help me out too. That's just what it comes down to, Renegade Nation. I have seen it all the time. If we're all in the sewer, we all in the gutter, digging this hole, and it has to be dug within the next hour, and you're the boss or the foreman or the job or on the scene or whatever you want to call it, what do you think that you're going to actually have to do? Not sit on your little fucking Android or your iPhone and try to book meetings or actually play blackjack and look like you're busy. We know what you're doing. So let's just be honest here. What is your example at work? Are you one of those people that just does enough and then you kind of sit back for the rest of the day? Or do you keep going? Because it's one thing that I learned when you're at these regular jobs. The work that you really put into it, people, you really get noticed. People really watch 100% all of the time, especially when they're, I know you have those people at work that complain or go tell the other boss what you had on today or what you were wearing. <laughs> yeah, come on now. So if you want your best employees, you have to be your best employee because your workers are only going to work as hard as you work. I'm sorry, I'm I'm dropping game. I'm dropping free jewels right now. You know, me being a slash owner, it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot. You know, it's a lot to think about that the average person that says, I want to start a business or I would like to start up something doesn't really think for a purpose or for profit or for nonprofit. These things you must think about in any type of situation where you try to get something organized and get together. It is very hard. It is very hard, running your nation. Let's just be honest. To start anything, not even a business, just to even start just a better relationship with your friends. Let's just take that. You get a lot of friends and you want to see everybody get together sometimes. Do you know how hard that is? I don't care how much people talk. I'm going to be here. I'll meet you here. Majority of the time, they never meet you or even see you there. And it just gets swept under the rug. That's not a good friend relationship, really. It being 2020 here at Renegade Talk, if you got friends that you really can't communicate with and you know that you are better friends than that, get with that person. Make a better friendship. You take the initiative because it's just not going to happen overnight, you know, especially with so many things in today's society going on and happening. You take the first step. Call your friend right now and just talk some shit for the hell of it. Even if you wasn't thinking about him or her, whatever the case may be, just do it. Well, number one, let's get into it. The number one, you know, I got to build it up <laughs> as I always do. The number one, we all know what rules the nation, conversation, communicate better. 
if you are nothing more than a face on a newsletter or a name on an email, what motivation will your employees have to meet your goals? The importance of employee communication relationship is often overlooked. You should communicate with them frequently and actually speak with them face to face. Your staff needs to know they are valued and communicating in person with them is the best way to show your appreciation for their hard work. Yes, that one is definitely a biggie and should always, always be done. Always communicate with your employers or your employees at all times. Communication rules the nation. If I don't understand you, how am I going to try to work for you? How am I going to maybe try to strive and meet the goals that you would like in this company? And I don't even know your name. I don't even know how you even sound. I never talked to you and I've been working here for 10 years. I just hear that you're an, an asshole. You know those people that you see, those bosses that have those offices that take just an hour to go get to, and then you gotta go through the secretary, which has another secretary, which has somebody else, which at the end of the day, the main boss is in there either sleep or eating. You know how it goes, Renegade Nation. So as I sit here and read all of these things, if you run a business or if you have a nine to five job, let's be honest, are you going to go into work different? Are you going to go into work feeling different and more positive today? I really hope so. I really hope this can really, you know, change something that you might think about so far as your job now that you go in. You might take it a little bit different. You know, you might feel a certain way about Cindy or Margaret. And now you go into your job and now you understand that hell, that I can understand why they work so hard. That's why I noticed. That's why people go to that person and always they're the go-to person for the company. Well, hopefully you don't hate your job. Hopefully you love it, but you know I had to do it. I'll catch you another time. My name is EG, the Urban Scholar. You are listening to Renegade Talk Radio Las Vegas, where we couldn't even begin to sugarcoat anything. All facts. I'm looking at her like, yo, how the fuck I'm gonna solve it? You know our ethnicity, car, no drink, don't forget electricity, internet, cable, and the phone all connected, food, gas, tolls, oh, now it's getting hacked. The number one internet shock radio network, fuck you, Renegade Talk Radio.